Hey, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It's me, Brandon, and I'm excited, as so many of you are, because there it is a new school year. A lot of us, if we were, you know, doing schooling from home over the last year because of COVID, or maybe even, you know, we were doing some virtual, some in person. Now, a lot of schools are becoming more in person. It's becoming closer to what we knew back in 2019, 2020. For those of you who just started school during the pandemic, this is your first time really experiencing what your school has to offer, which is really exciting. And I remember going into each new semester back when I was in school, and I had so many different goals and you know, things I wanted to achieve within that one semester. So maybe your school brings in guest works or masterworks, and you really want to be in those pieces. You want to be casted in those types of works. Uh, or maybe you're more of a choreographer and you want to get your work in the student showcase this year, which is really exciting. Maybe your school does something special where they put something in a black box or they put it in a proscenium stage and it's just the thing that they do year after year and your goal is to maybe get your first piece in there or maybe um you know whatever it may be and i was thinking about all these things that i used to want when i was in school and the one thing i wish i did was give myself more permission to make work and do things outside of the parameters my school provided. So let me give you an example. When I was going to school, each semester, the faculty would put on a student showcase. So anyone can make a piece, any student can make a dance, and then we would show it to a faculty in a showing, right? It's in studio. Um, And like I said, since anyone can make a piece, there would be about 50 works all between like three and 10 minutes long. And then the faculty would narrow that down to about 10 to 12 pieces to be on the main stage. Right. And we had a beautiful theater. It was like 300 seats, uh, perfect for dance, but a nice proscenium stage. So it was a big deal to get your work on there. It would be filmed. You would have costumes for it. It was really, really cool. The issue with this, though, is that there's about 30 pieces in there that just don't make it into the show. And, you know, this could be for any reason. It could be that the pieces feel unfinished or maybe they're messy. They haven't really had time to fine tune. Um, Or maybe it's just the wrong venue. Maybe your piece would be better off as a film or as a more immersive piece in a park or in a building. Right. But. The opportunity provided at school was this showcase, and it would be in the theater every year, and that's what the school could provide. And, you know, the problem with this, and it's a problem in all schools, actually, or many schools, is that it only facilitates certain types of work, right? So college programs only have so much time, money, resources to create opportunities for the students, right? And they want to make sure it's niche enough so they can draw students in that align with their beliefs. Um, But this is why some schools, you know, have events where they bring in choreographers to make new works, while other schools really only stick with doing master works, right? Maybe it's a time thing, maybe it's a money thing, maybe it's a housing thing. They can't afford to bring in people for 
long amounts of time because they're allocating money to other things. This is also why some schools have a choreography track for their students, or they're more focused on performance or teaching. Schools need to specify in order to differentiate. Yeah, this ultimately means that there is no way for every school to give their students every opportunity that they want, right? They need to cut some things out so they can really dive into one specific thing or one specific offering. So I want to give you this episode, and it's super short. Um, I want you to, one, realize that This is happening in all schools. It's not just yours. If you feel like you don't have the opportunities that fit you and your needs, know that that's everywhere, right? The thing we need to solve is how we create the opportunities for ourselves, right? Of course, we can always go through the school and say, hey, I really want to do this. I want you to create this for us to, you know, create shows outside of this or, you know, bring in more guest choreographers or guest teachers, Of course, you can have that conversation, but when it comes down to it, usually the school year is so packed that there's no time for, you know, changing, right? There's no time to adjust the schedule or create more funding. The budgets are done, the the schedule's laid out, the shows are planned, all of that kind of stuff is done way far in the future. So I want you to take this into your own hands. And this is what I need you to do. This is your task. This semester, I want you to complete an unprompted extra credit. And I say unprompted, I'm prompting you, but it's unprompted from your school, right? No one at your school is asking you to do this. So one option can be to create uh, a work to be performed outside of your school structures, right? So for example, my school structure had a performance on a stage, where we'd have to audition pieces, we'd spend all this time creating a piece and then putting it on stage. I would then, instead of doing that, or in addition to doing that, I would create a park show, right? I'd get some space out in, you know, a college field. Um, Maybe I need to get a permit through that, through, you know, the school, but I could do a park show or an immersive show in one of the buildings or one of the courtyards, I could create a film. I could create an in-studio showing, right? Maybe you're not a creator, though, right? So what if um, you commission a solo for yourself? And this can just be from a friend. It doesn't have to be from a great choreographer or a really established choreographer. This can just be, you know, a friend at school who you really like their choreography. So you're going to reach out to them and be like, hey, can you make a solo on me? Maybe like five minutes. We can work on it for a week or a couple weekends. Um, but I would really love a finished piece from you. And of course, you can always go the extra mile and reach out to a choreographer. And maybe, you know, that might be a little pricey to fly them in and do all that. But maybe they're down to do like a Zoom session, right? Maybe they'll want to create over Zoom and give that a try. If you're not feeling the commission, if you're not feeling the, you know, the create your own work, you can also teach a class. Maybe out of school, you want to start being a, you know, a freelance teacher. Start getting that practice now. Start figuring out, okay, how do I hold a class? How do I schedule studio space? How do I plan for this? You know, create a class for your community, your friends to come and take. 
Yeah, and it might not be at your school. Maybe you have to rent space elsewhere. But teach a class, commission a work, create a work yourself to be performed outside of the structure that your school provides. Why is this important? Because this is how the real world works. There's no real structures or real opportunities in place. You might see opportunities on Dance NYC to create a new work or someone's having a choreography competition or, you know, of course, dance companies have auditions or shows have auditions. But any dancer or any choreographer that you see doing big things, big things outside of the realm of their company or their you know, their studio, whatever they do, they're doing it because they wanted to. And they put in the effort and the time to do all the background work to make it happen. And I think we just get confused why some people who we perceive to be on our same level, right? Those people that graduate at the same time as us, people who have similar skill sets or education. I'm like, why do they, why are they doing this and I'm not? How did they get these opportunities, right? It's always how, what's wrong with me or what's, uh, what am I lacking that they have? And really, it comes down to they probably just asked to do it or they have talked to someone who knows how to do it and that person is helping them, right? It's more so that they wanted to and decided to just go and do it. It's that simple. And when I say it's that simple, it's very, very difficult to do. But that's the straight up answer, right? Most dancers just aren't doing this. They're waiting for someone to ask them to be a part of something else. They're, at, they're waiting for people to ask them to be in their works. They're waiting for, you know, companies or producers to say, I need you to make an evening length work, right? The truth is, and we talked about this before, you need to show people what you do before they invest in you, right? This is so important. You need to show people what you do before they invest in you to do it, right? What does that mean? You need, if you want to make an evening length work, you need to figure out a way to do it without someone saying, here's some money to go do it. Right. You need to build pieces of it step by step, maybe uh, one section and then grow on that and then say, look what I have. I want to take it here. Will you help me do that? Right. That's when you start reaching out. Once you put in the legwork to already show people what you want to build and, you know, do what other people are not willing to do. That's the main message here. And realize that the things you want to do in your career can be done just by creating them yourself. And then other people will follow suit. Yeah. So that's your assignment if you choose to take it. Create something outside of the structure that your school has already provided. That's going to give you the practice you need to take those skills and put them into the real world once you graduate. Yeah. That is all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have thoughts on this, let me know. If you are putting together your own thing, I want to know about it. Yeah, so reach out to me on Instagram. All the stuff is in the show notes. You can find Breaking the Wall podcast on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram. And as always, I can't stress this enough. Reviews are so, so important. If you are able to go on to Apple Podcasts and write me a brief review, a couple of sentences that say, I love this freaking podcast, 
please do so. Um, and if you have thoughts on future episodes, please reach out and let me know. I'm here to answer your questions, and I can do that through this podcast. Um, but thank you all so much for listening, and I will catch you in another episode. Bye, everybody.